The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. The Explorers podcast is sponsored by RM Capital, a provider of specialist, small to mid-cap corporate advisory and boutique wealth management services. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Today we're catching up with Perth-based gold and base metals explorer, Carawine Resources. Only listed at the end of 2017, the company trades under the code CWX or Charlie Whiskey X-Ray. It posted a last sale of 21.5 cents for a market cap of about 24 million. Carawine is one of the most active junior explorers you will come across. And because it only listed in late 2017, its issued capital is all of 109 million shares. Now that's just what Garen Power likes to see in a junior explorer, a tight capital base that gives lots of leverage to exploration success. Carawine is giving itself plenty of opportunities for some game-changing exploration success, both in WA and Garen Perro's home state of Victoria. In WA, it has joint ventures with no less than Rio Tinto and Fortescue in the hotter than hot Patterson Gold Copper Province, looking for the next Wanu, Haveron or Nifty. It also has a nickel joint venture with IGO in the Fraser Range, looking for the next Nova. Carawai has also added an exciting high gold play at its Tropicana North project in the Fraser Range, where it has managed to catch the, the big boys napping to secure 80 kilometres of strike of the Tropicana belt, best known, of course, for the multi-million ounce Tropicana gold mine of Anglo Gold and the recently arrived Regis. And then it has its uh, manganese joint venture with Black Canyon in the Eastern Pilbara, which recently put out a maiden resource at one of the project areas. And of course, manganese in the Pilbara is proving to be a real value creator pursuit, judging by the market cap of some of the other players in the region. And finally, back in Victoria, the hunt continues for the porphyry body, driving mineralisation at the Hill 80 project at Jamison, while the Rye Lake Creek project is generating interest on the zinc front. So all up, there's a lot of bang for your buck with Carawine. We have got its managing director, Dave Boyd, with us today to give us a feel what to look out for across the group's involvement in various drilling programs before the year is out. G'day, David. Thanks for your time today and welcome to the podcast. G'day, Barry. Great to be here. Um, yeah, and good to have the opportunity to um, speak about Carawine. We've got plenty going on. That's for sure. Where to start, Dave? Uh, let's go with the recent uh, drilling announcement by Rio at the uh, Western, uh, the West Patterson Joint Venture, specifically the Red Dog Tenement, which is uh, about 15 k's from Nifty and not all that far from Telfer either. Yeah, that's right. So we um, uh, we did that deal with Rio a couple of years ago now, and um, they've been working up targets and um, getting access in. And um, the first place uh, that they've gone and they're drilling at the moment a couple of geophysical targets on the Red Dog tenant, which is closest to the nifty copper mine. You know, so um, copper definitely the focus, um, but potential throughout the Patterson too, we think, for copper gold. So nifty style and or uh, Telfer style deposits being chased there. So they're drilling as we speak, 2,000 metre program? Yeah, that's right. So they've got um, RC rig up there uh, drilling at the two prospects that they've picked uh, to start the ghost 
and Zulu. Uh, they're drilling some pretty deep holes, 250-odd um, metre RC holes. Uh, as we know, um, drilling in the Patterson can be challenging. Um, uh, one reason I'm happy Rio are doing it. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, they're um, uh, getting down to depth uh, and testing these targets. Um, one's a one's a mag anomaly on the edge of a, a resistive body. Um, so that's a sort of scan uh, type um you know, um, Haveron or, or, or um, types target. Mm-hmm. And then the other is a place called Zulu, um, which is in the Broadhurst formation. Broadhurst hosts Nifty. Um, and the place they're targeting is geophysically, it's, it's anomalous in that um, the unit is normally conductive and we're, we're, we're targeting these drill holes at Rio. Uh, it's, it's not conductive, so it's an anomaly. And that's a bit like Nifty in terms of a, a lookalike or an analogue target. Okay, so that's uh, two targets. Uh, did they? Well, has the joint venture uh, worked up other targets in the area? Yeah, certainly. Um, and the ones that we generated prior to the deal um, up at the Batten Terminus, which is about um, twenty or thirty k's further north, uh, especially our javelin, wheeler, and discus targets, which we'd identified as coincident magnetic gravity anomalies. So. Um, you know, the, the um, best example in the region is Haveron. Um, you know, the people, explorers have been chasing um, that style of target, um, you know, since year dot. So um, they're always uh, good things to chase, um, multiple overlapping targets. They just had a bit of trouble um, getting access into those tenements um, uh, along uh, some of the regional roads in the area. So they're working their way in from um, their Winyu access road to the north now. So we're expecting... Um, that Rio will be um, hitting those next year now. Um, so first cab off the rank at Red Dog, um, see how the results come back there, and then we'd expect more drilling of um, additional targets at Red Dog and at Batten uh, in 2022. So at Batten they've flown uh, the Helibourne EM survey? They've flown that, yep, and um, should be getting results uh, from that soon, so um, there's something to look out for. Um, yeah, so they flew... Uh, airborne EM survey there recently. They used um, using the Excite system, which um, you know many of these Helibourne EM systems have been used throughout the Patterson and used to vector in uh, towards targets. Antipa had success um, with their um, their Magnum discovery, I believe. Um, obviously, we all know Winu um, was a mag anomaly, and I think that had an EM anomaly nearby, if not associated with the mineralisation. Um, so. Rio are using known methods and uh, clearly they've got the expertise and the knowledge of what works in the region and that's what they're using to batten. So we're happy about that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now, we've mentioned that the, it's drilling away. It's a relatively short program initially. Results are likely due when, you think? I I reckon when we, we'll wait at least a couple of months for results um, nowadays, Barry. That seems to be industry standard, certainly what we're experiencing with air drilling that, um, that Carolwine's doing. So um, expect um, SR results in the new year. But you don't think Rio's got a bit more push and shove at the uh, <laughs> SA labs? <laughs> I reckon maybe they could bring it in a couple of weeks earlier. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, it's like uh, putting your mind a big stuffed sack and someone trying to stuff some more in the top. There's just no room in those labs right now. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's been a busy year. Every time I speak to the labs and our exploration managers speak to the labs, um, you know, they're saying we're doing our best, um, but turnaround is what it is. And um, I've even read some others um, 
seeing their um, in their uh, announcements um, talk about prioritising samples through the lab and still expecting, you know, a good sort of six to eight week turnaround. So mm. uh, unfortunately, that's where we're at. Um, we're not an industry known for its patience. Explorers probably more than others, but, um, you know, well, I think that needs to be practised right now, that's for sure. For sure. Okay. Now, the, uh, the Fortescue joint venture in the Patterson, what's happening there? So um, Fortescue uh, most recently completed a, a VTEM survey, so similar system, electromagnetics um, hanging off the bottom of a helicopter on our uh, what we call the Coolbro JV, um, which um, takes in tenements essentially uh, south, north and to the west of Telfer. So those tenements were at a much less advanced stage in terms of historic mm-hmm. exploration than the tenements that we um, uh, deal with Rio Tinto on. So they needed this essentially an additional layer of sort of early target gen. And I think that's um, that's what we're hoping to see out of um, FMG's VTEM survey. So their data's been a bit slower to turn around. So we're expecting, um, we're expecting results from that definitely this quarter. Um, and I think that will provide, you know, the objective of that program is to provide targets, um, again, to focus drilling. Um, and at this stage, it looks like that drilling um, can happen next year. All right. Okay. Exciting frontier sort of stuff. Yeah. And very, um, and, you know, the um, the big players, FMGs and Rio's, very um, methodical with their targeting. So they are, you know, um, uh, very much about gathering uh, a lot of um, data layers, um, building up targets, you know, with multiple uh, multiple points to them, so you know, geophysical plus geological, maybe a, another geophysical method target um, to define targets. So I think you know, when when they do go drilling, um, they should be on some pretty quality um, quality outcomes. I'd expect. Okay, so let's uh, drop down to the Fraser Range where you're generating some nice, uh, exciting high grade results at the company's Tropicana North project, uh, particularly at uh, Hercules, and ongoing diamond drilling program there at the moment. Yeah, that's right. So this is the newest um, project in our stable. Um, it's just over 12 months old. Um, mm-hmm. We generated this, put it together late last year, um, did a couple of deals. Uh, as you mentioned in your intro, um, we're the second biggest tenement holder in that region behind Anglo, who um, obviously the major JV partner at Tropicana. Uh, and our first drilling program there, uh, which was just the first toe in the water essentially, um, Put out some great results from Hercules. Mm. It's um, exciting too, in the sense. Uh, was Hercules uh, sand covered? Uh, yep, yep. So it's um, so there's about thirty meters of cover there. Um, mm. We're following up work done by Bedell Resources, um, which um, some listeners may remember from sort of mid twenty tens, um, who went off, uh, got taken over by North American for their um, South American um, projects. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Chile, I think. So, um, so they left this stuff alone, um, and we picked up and did a program at Hercules and I, um, at Atlantis, um, some RC drilling, and just returned some fantastic results in March this year. Um, you know, um, the sort of four meters at twenty six grams, six meters at twenty six grams from what looked to be um, laminated vein uh, load, so quite high grade coarse gold. Uh, system in Hercules. Um, our follow-up drilling uh, has gone longer than we expected and hoped for, but um, we're hitting our straps now. So we've got a 
we finished an RC component to that program, um, put out some good results, and we're probably uh, half to two-thirds of the way through our diamond program. Uh, diamond core, pretty important um, to chase this style of gold deposit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, most recently, some, some high-grade results, you know, up to 104 grams per tonne out of um, one of the veins. Um, but sort of keeping around that, you know, plus 20, 30 gram metre type uh, interval, which um, we like um, and which is giving us um, the encouragement to, to keep going. Okay. When might there be some results released, do you think? Yeah, so we're uh, due for some more results pretty soon um, out of Hercules. Uh, so, again, we're um, I, <laughs> I'm well aware of lab turnarounds right now and any, um, uh, any slowdown in your drilling or speed up is basically reflected in how quickly you can get news and, uh, and results out. So uh, we've got um, results from the next um, three diamond holes, um, three, four and five. Uh, they'll be out soon. And then we've completed uh, another three or four holes on top of that. So, um, you know, over the next weeks, um, we expect to be um, putting some uh, new news out on that. And I think, um, you know, especially these results will come from the deeper part of the system. So uh, we've established, you know, we've probably drilled enough holes in the top 150 metres or so to understand what's going on there. So these holes are all about extending it down dip. So they'll be quite exciting um, uh, to see what comes out of those. Yeah, okay. Now, also in the Fraser range, IGO has worked up some all-important conductors about 30k south of their Nova nickel copper mine. When is that likely to be followed up with some drilling, do you think? So right now, Barry, so uh, yesterday, Tuesday, um, we announced IGO had started drilling on the two conductors just south of Nova. Um, this is in our Red Bull tenement, which is, um, you know, a, a great address and um, similar sort of, um, I think, local access problems have sort of prevented IGO getting there for a few years. You know, um, we've had the JV with them going since uh, Carawine started. Um, from our, It was a part of the, the, the spin-out of Carawine from our predecessor. So um, it's been a bit of a slow burn, but um, when they did get on the ground, um, they did some moving loop EM. Uh, so ground EM, which has you know, led to uh, the discovery of um, of all the major um, nickel copper um, discoveries in that Fraser range, and quite excitingly came up with these two conductors, which um, we're calling RBB and RBC. Um, mm-hmm. And I, what, what I also sense from you know what we've been able to announce in terms of the detail on those conductors is um, IGO's in-house geophysical geological knowledge they've um, interpreted the host formation um, for NOVA to extend down um, and that these uh, targets are hosted within um, that same rock formation. Uh, They've applied their knowledge to magnetic inversions to um, add the potential that they're hosted in the right sort of mafic rocks. Um, And the conductors themselves, you know, um, uh, rank amongst any sort of talked about out of the Fraser range recently. So we're quite excited to see... um, what those holes will come up with. So, yeah, they started, um, well, we announced um, they started yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. the first of two 600-metre deep diamond holes. So they'll take a while to drill, um, you know, at least four to six weeks, we reckon, um, and it'll be quite interesting to uh, see what comes out of that core. Absolutely. Okay. If anyone's going to find another Nova, you'd think it would be IGO? 
Well, I hope so. And, um, you know, it's, um, we're, we're in that JV. Uh, they're, um, they're up to 70%. Um, you know, we can dilute a bit down to 24% at, at the moment. You know, I'd love to find a Nova. I'd love to find 20% of a Nova. So, um, you know, for, for us, it's, a, um, it's very exciting times to see um, them drilling and uh, essentially add, you know, a third rig um, to our current drilling programs, um, one that we're operating and two being operated by HIV partners. Okay. Now, back up in the Pilbara, I mentioned manganese and Black Canyon uh, taking the lead in the joint venture there. Looks to be kicking some goals in the hunt for manganese. It's, it's interesting and exciting times, I reckon, the manganese story. So, um, uh, you know, Caroline sort of started with those tenements and then um, we pressed over into the Patterson uh, we moved down to the Fraser Range. We obviously generated Tropicana and our Victorian projects. Um, so they were sort of on the sideline and um, Black Canyon approached us and um, said they wanted to uh, earn in and we, with a focused company. And their first target at Flanagan War is uh, clearly um, looking at something very similar to what Element 25 have um, been successful in doing a butcher bird. And uh, so... Um, their drilling uh, is planned for November, I believe. Um, Black Canyon expect to be out drilling at uh, Flanagan Bore. In the meantime, just based on the historic data, they put out a, um, a smallish resource. It was around 15 million tonnes. Um, but 11.6% manganese is um, the same grade as, um, as butcher bird. Uh, so they're in the same ballpark. Um, just a matter now of seeing how big they can grow it, and um, that's what their uh, first drilling program will be designed to do. Uh, so yeah, that um, manganese space, um, you know, it's uh, we we know it's main use in steel. It's always been there for ages, but I think the growth in the battery um, minerals and, and and you know sourcing sound and um, good uh, sources of manganese for um, for the batteries is. Um, a real future gain. So we're very happy again for um, Black Canyon to be um, to be uh, progressing those targets. And um, uh, they've got a couple of earning stages, 51 and 75% um, before we can contribute. So uh, uh, again, it um, fits in well with our strategy of um, focusing where we think we can uh, mm. uh, get the best bang for our buck for, for Carowine's money that it raises from its investors. And meanwhile, continue to search for exploration success on our other tenements. We've got a big land holding. We're um, not that keen to let it go. Um, we're much happier to see it explored. Um, and that's the motivation behind, um, you know, our essentially four active JV slash earning deals we've got on the go at the moment. Oh, very sensible <clears throat> for a junior. Now, um, crossing Victoria, the excitement state, what's... <laughs> <laughs> I say that as we're coming out of lockdown uh, tomorrow tomorrow night, so we're all very excited over here. So what can you tell us about uh, Jamison? Yeah, I, I mean, we, um, it seems like a long time ago, but we were drilling in January and February at Jamison this year. Um, so we continued um, drilling under Hill 800. Um, as you said, um, you know, we've established at Hill 800 essentially quite a large but reasonably low-grade gold system. And we um, know it's sourced from porphyry, from a porphyry, so it has all the right um, alteration and geochemical signatures that says 
that mineralisation is sitting above a porphyry system, the number one question is, is where is the uh, porphyry stock? And um, our latest drilling um, indicated that it's um, down below Hill 800. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a target. Um, fair to say, um, while we can chase um, high-grade gold in WA beneath 30 metres of cover, um, you know, an area that hasn't been... Um, mind at all um, and mm-hmm. you know, down to 200 we're getting such good grades out of Tropicana. Jamison's just on the back burner for now um, while we focus our resources at, at, um, at Tropicana but by no means forgotten um, because um, as we rightfully know there's a, there's a good target at Hill 800 and uh, our Rylite Creek which we did get our first hole into Rylite Creek prospect which we identified at the start of Caroline four years ago. Yep. Um, as a good, you know, uh, 15% zinc, um, I think it had eight grams gold at a uh, geological horizon. Uh, our follow-up diamond drilling um, didn't repeat that. It found the horizon um, but got lower-grade zinc and uh, most of it stoked out by an intrusive, which happened in some of the other historic holes. So yeah. um, certainly more work to do at Rylite Creek, more work to do at Hill 800. Um it's uh, it has been uh, tough for a WA base explorer to get across. So um, we're happy that we've been able to keep going in WA um, mm. at Tropicana, you know, and not. That's um, yeah, uh, worked out well. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and to get such good results, it's not like um, we're faced with a um, one of the problems you like having, which is um, you know two good projects um, where to focus right now. That's Hercules. Mm, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think you might have answered my next question. I was just going to say, given the breadth of the projects the company's involved in, what's your personal favourite at this stage? Yeah, definitely Hercules and, and Tropicana North. You know, um, we're essentially drilling our first follow-up program now at Hercules. When we generated the Tropicana North project, you know, we promoted a number of regional targets as well. Um, and we basically haven't been able to leave the first target, you know. So, the, yeah. you know, so we haven't, we haven't even, um, we haven't managed to get out beyond Hercules yet because we've been rightfully, you know, um, busily following that up. Um, we did manage to drill some extra RC holes on some regional targets around um, Hercules um, earlier this year, um, in, a month or so ago, and results from those are due out in the next few weeks. So I'm quite um, looking forward to seeing what what they'll. Um, put out because, yeah, we we, we found a, a large geochemical anomaly called Big Freeze from our first airport program, which we did last year, um, uh, just south of Hercules near a prospect called Atlantis. Um, and that's a you know large plus 0.3 gold anomaly, which for that region is highly anomalous. Some of our RCOs have gone into that. Um, so, you know, we've... Um, so definitely Tropicana North, um, we see so much potential there right now um, where it's um, easy and um, effective, uh, cost-effective exploration. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the focus, Hercules. Hercules plus um, whatever else we can turn out nearby. And then we've got to um, start um, leveraging that uh, big land holding um, and uh, getting out and testing some of those other regional targets because our goal um, beyond Hercules is to um, establish, you know, a new mining camp, obviously, um, yeah, uh, for as, sure. uh, as we should. Mm. Okay. Well, there we go, folks. So 
as I said at the start, a very uh, lightly capitalised explorer with its uh, fingers in the pie all over the place and some real excitement at the moment with three rigs turning away at the 100% uh, owned Hercules uh, Bell project that Dave was just talking about then. And of course, what's to come from the Rio and IGO if it's uh, stay tuned, as they say. So with that, thanks for your time today, Dave, and uh, best of luck with it all. Yeah, thanks. Very great to talk. This episode of the Explorers podcast was sponsored by RM Corporate Finance, an active participant in emerging companies around the globe.